morning. Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allison Kaplan. My mother, Harmony Kaplan, is here as well. I am. I am. And we have hope. We, we always all, have hope. Yes. God, we always Good have Good morning. Hope. <laughs> you know, always, yes. We have hope that there will be a spring in Minnesota. And yeah. if Just not, not today, right? If not, yeah. we have Netflix and online shopping. Yeah, I, I and was and about that. a lot. You know, honestly, I've gotten a lot of. I have to say, I mean, where whatever kind of neighborhood situation you're in, support the businesses that you could snowshoe or ski to. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> they need you. Yeah. And we welcome calls. There are a lot of businesses that are getting very creative. And I do love that, you know, extreme weather and extreme conditions tend to bring out the creative and the best in people. But a lot of local businesses, you know, retail and even restaurants, too, are kind of hurting with this weather. And well, sure. you look at the mountains that you have to go, you know, of snow to get to try to get into any place. And well, yeah. it's funny because I stopped yesterday for just a minute in the grocery store near my house and I thought what is going on because it was just jammed and I realized everybody was buying stuff because they thought they were going to be snowed in they're hunkering down I think to some degree we look for I think like the thought like I kind of gotten the mindset of like a weekend storm let's cozy up what shows do I want to watch let's get some candles some good savings time starts you realize tonight too right 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 Idris Alba is the host of SNL so that's kind of something to look forward to tonight really oh you don't like him I mean I man alive yeah, that's fine, but I just, oh. it's always a disappointment. Oh, John Mulaney was fabulous last week. Oh, you're so wrong. Okay, Mom. A lot of times you're right, but. Lo- this, thank you. Yeah, but um, he was really, it was a really good show last week, and I can't guarantee this week. Okay, well, okay. thanks for that sure. report. I really appreciate it. How about we talk about some shopping news? Hey, let's do it. Okay, so here's one. Um, I don't know if you heard about this yet. I'll have the story online soon, so I'll have more details for you, but um, new concept coming to Rosedale Center yeah. called Six for Good. And this is, as uh, we've been talking about, sort of, I, I have been saying, I think, you know, we're going to see the, the evolution of the, the pop-up concept right. and makers getting a little bit burned out by the packing up and literally building a store every weekend yeah. in a different it's spot a and trying to figure out what's the next thing. Not that pop-ups are going away. They're still super fun. I think still think there's something to be but said for an engagement. Something else but, too. but a lot of brands that are looking to grow and scale, thinking about what's the next thing for them. Right. And I think this could be an example of it. So this is six makers, um, Essence One Beauty, um, who we've had on the show yes. before, yep. Thumbs Cookies, Hagen and Oats, which is um, wood decor. They've mm-hmm. done really well. They're in a lot of stores. Um, uh, Bobbles and and uh, Bobbies, is that what it's called? Um, anyway, they're all these are all brands that were part of um, RAS at Mall right. of America. They're all brands that our loyal listener and friend Mitch Berthium brought together. Yeah. Seriously. They're they're brands that met each other doing her, her pop-ups. Right. Yeah. And know that they like 
like each other, that they work well they together, the that they trust ideas, each other, right. and they are opening a store, not a pop-up, not a temporary permanent. thing. They're opening a real store. I mean, pr- as permanent right. as a lease is, exactly. right? They, they're signing a one-year lease yeah. at Rosedale. Um, and it happened because Essence One is the only one of them that was part of Rose and Loon, which we've talked about. Right. Rose and Loon is a store that Rosedale created uh-huh. to sell local merchandise. But it's it looks like a red... Have you been there? No, they, when we did the show from there, they were just getting set up. They weren't open yet. You're allowed to go to Rosedale more than well, once a year. I know. Okay. All right. Something to work on. <laughs> well, I do. Goals. I want to go to Von Mar. So, yeah. Oh, yes, you should. Um, anyway, so she her time was up at Rose and Loon because they cycle out of, you know, to keep things fresh. And there was a space. It's near J. Crew on the first floor. Good location. And so she knew that she wanted to do this with other brands and she knew that she wanted to give back. So each of the brands has their own mission. Um, for Essence One, it's mental health. Um, for Hagen and Oats, it's LBGTQ causes. Mm-hmm. And just they each have their own thing. And they're hoping that it'll become an event space that they can, you know, um, that they can host other brands there doing pop-ups. But the interesting thing that I talked to Lauren from Essence One yesterday, and she was saying that what, and I think what a lot of them are finding is that yes, you can meet a lot of people when you're doing pop-ups and you're in a different place every week, but then they want to come back. If you're, if to build brand loyalty, you have to have a place where they can go, right? especially with a consumable product. Like she's like, my customers want my deodorant when they're out of deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> not when yeah. not when there's a fun event at a yeah. you know at, at a golf sense. club and so she she likes having that physical presence and so it's kind of it like this is kind of full circle isn't it because the whole reason why pop-up started is because people were bored and they needed a reason to go to a place you know they knew they had to go this weekend because it was only open this weekend yeah. and now we're sort of cycling back to well maybe you just need to be there yeah. when they need you it keeps changing. Yes. So anyway, so when did, it's I'm supposed sorry, to open in, in April. Oh, in mid-April. Okay. They're going to do it pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's called Six for Good. And I think it'll be a, a cool thing. And I do think also that Rosedale has has really, um, Rose and Loon with local brands and gift goods has been really well received from yes. all everybody I've talked to. And I think you still are seeing like in the suburbs, they they aren't. They're not uh, over the whole like maker market thing yet because they there aren't as many of them no, in the suburbs I don't think and especially as in that aware. right yeah. especially in that part of town and so it's just kind of a nice thing and frankly I think I'm not saying that these brands wouldn't do it at Mall of America but there's something to be said for a mall that feels a little easier to get in and out of a little friendlier a yeah. little it's just smaller and yeah. feels a Doable. little faster it's not doesn't feel like quite as much of an ordeal as and they've got that kind of revolutionary uh food court now i don't is know it, that i would call it revolutionary well, it's called revolution hall i know it is. i don't know that the concept is. is revolutionary well in terms yes. of the kind of things they have there from what i've read as opposed to a lot of there's no you know panda or whatever that no, one no, is no. called no 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 it's all got, really like fresh yeah. new concepts but it's not it's not a food hall in the sense that it's a bunch of different local concepts it's right. one company running it right. it it's i mean it's very much like your favorite in chicago 
Oh, food life. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, but I it's think that's not, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's pleasant to be at. The food is but good. But you can't. And you can't. I'm going to take you to Rosedale one day, Okay. Mom. You yeah. threaten, but you never do. I'll do it. We'll do so, it. Hope you want to come, too. We'll I would love to. Show. Let's okay. do it. Saturday shop girls trip to Rosedale. Okay, that'll be fun. Okay, can't yeah, do it today, but maybe next week. Um, but you can't, in the food court there, you can't have cash. Is that correct? Or you can only have cash. Which is it? No, they, the it's hall. a little not, confusing because I have, no, it, it's that it's supposed to be a cashless, cashless where, you right. know, you, you just pay with credit card, credit or, card or debit card or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that, but that's, okay. I don't know who does it. I mean, who is, who is this exclusively carrying cash? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they've oh. changed that. We did talk about that. Like, is that discriminatory? Yeah. yeah, I think it is, but that's okay. Maybe they'll change their mind. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so that's the the local scoop. Then yeah. in national news, the big uh, retail uh, bankruptcy story of this week was yeah, Dollar this Tree. One is Dollar Tree Incorporated. Their stores are uh, Dollar Tree and Family Dollar. Yeah, they're going to close close to four hundred stores. That's a lot of in stores. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, they revamped the stores. Apparently that didn't work out real well. Yeah. Um, well, what's interesting about this is that for a while, retail experts were saying that dollar stores were immune to the Amazon impact. Yeah. That this was a category that Amazon couldn't really touch. There's always going to be a place for a store selling everything for a buck. Right. But Themes that doesn't that, seem uh, to not be so the much. case. No. And uh, they... There, they say there's a handful of discount retailers, um, including Dollar General, 99 cent only, and five below that are, you know, still around. But like TJ Maxx and Marshalls and all those seem to do well. Um, they, people sort of feel that they that the dollar stores are maybe not as jam-packed with products as they should be. They're not quite as clean. They find empty shelves and all that, and that may be part of the problem and mm-hmm. Amazon has kind of been looking at some of these spaces too. Yeah. Um, that's and they what's also, interesting. I mean, it's like I, there is no part of retail that they think no. they can't conquer. Well, and I reported on this, I think last week or the week before about, you know, they have a new section on Amazon of products that are $10 and under you go to bargain finds and on that site you can find everything from electronics to clothes to accessories and all that so it's kind of similar Mm -hmm. to what the dollar tree sells yeah so um things are not uh going to yeah um all right so then this was another i thought this was really interesting in uh the world of fashion and just kind of the the changing way that we are thinking about fashion when we get back we'll talk about calvin klein leaving the runway yep we'll be right back with more shop girls Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Uh, happy Saturday, everybody. We appreciate you joining us. So this is really um, one of the more interesting fashion, retail, lifestyle stories of the week. May or may not have been on your radar, but a lot of implications for the fashion industry. Calvin Klein is pulling the plug on its high-end business on the runway business the dream making fantasy part of the business they're saying they're done they don't need it no more runway shows no more collection well that's what's so interesting you know i mean this is really a big deal because maybe we don't realize it but this is where all the trends start um 
Vanessa Friedman had a great article in the New York Times. Collection is what is the official designation for the line that they show during Fashion Week. It's the expensive part of the business. And frankly, a lot of those pieces shown on the runway never, ever come to retail. They are worn by the celebrities, however, for all of the big uh, red carpets and all. But truly what happens is that what what has become is the, the, the runway is... It's really just marketing and brand awareness. It isn't necessary. Well, what's very interesting, well, it depends how you look at it. Now, when um, the business, the collection business, actually is less than 5% of sales of what is an $8.2 billion brand. So, I mean, that is, you know, it's minuscule. Yeah. But what... Right. They make their money selling... Calvin Klein makes its money selling underwear. Right. And undershirts and perfume and very, you know, kind of middle of the road. Right. The stuff that doesn't make it seem, you know, but fancy when when they hired um, Rath Simmons, Mm -hmm. he was supposed to be this was, you know, a big deal in 2016. And he was going to change the whole vision and all of that. Um, But, you know, to most people, they don't even know who he is. And the. What they call the collection the halo effect because it's the high end and all it does is really get attention and that's the news. It gets in the news and that's what drives the business of the jeans and the underwear and the perfume. And in a way, she calls it a pyramid scheme that it's used, you know, Ralph Lauren, Michael Kors, all of that. They all have the affordable products that really make the money. But the reason why the masses of us who shop at, you know, TJ Maxx or whatever and feel like we're getting a deal on a, a Calvin Klein bag or perfume is because we know that Calvin Klein plays at that upper level. We feel like it's a fancy brand, right? We can suddenly look like Lady Gaga or Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, that's the effect that it's it's had for a lot of these big, kind of like old school fashion houses. This has been the model for years and years and years that they do the runway and then they, you know, kind of bring it to the masses but the mass is where they make most of the money and so the question today is do you need that fancy part do you need to play on the runway do you need to be part yeah. of fashion week in order for the affordable part of it to work does exactly. anybody care anymore well, i don't know do you care you, hope well, do you care do i care yeah <laughs> well, i mean i don't know the name is established already <laughs> you know the name so right. I, you know it's not like oh who's calvin klein mm-hmm, and, right you know one of the other things that that vanessa friedman said is it's you know their top end will now be their denim collection but what the company is saying is that because life has just become so much more casual that mm. the marketing expense of the designer fashion is no longer necessary. And they said the truth is the biggest ad campaigns were not fashion related. It was Justin Bieber and Kylie Jenner in jeans yep. and the Kardashian family in underwear and denim. So you know, <laughs> that's all you need. So what else do you need? More Kardashians, <laughs> less fashion week. Oh, now, Calvin, that's frightening. Calvin Klein is saying that they're still going to work with celebrities, but will the celebrities continue to work with them? I mean, you know, that's well, I mean, kind of come the question. On. We, too. you know, celebrities will work with Walmart. They'll work yeah, with right. H and M. They I mean, like, well, yeah, I don't think the celebrities gown, care. You know, that well, means you're not going right, to get that, it at Calvin Klein anymore. That was my question. Will they even make those? I don't believe so. They, no. they won't dress no. celebrities anymore. Well, wow. if they want to wear denim. 
And wow. underwear. Maybe it's just, yeah, the a broader audience. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they say. That's what they say. And, you know, like Donna Karen is no longer out there, but DKNY still does really well. Mm-hmm. And Bill Blass, which used to be like the biggest name, um, they still are trying to rebrand themselves. So, you know, the question is, are others going to follow? Is this going to be, you know, the way it goes now? Or is Calvin Klein going to be an exception? Yeah, I was just thinking that for the runway. Yeah, so I don't know. I think the whole thing is evolving. I mean, I do still think among, like, young... I mean, I'm just thinking about the next generation of fashionistas. And I think there is still... I don't think that they were very interested in Calvin Klein anyway. Whether You know, I mean, they might want to attend the show, especially if they know that celebrities are going to be sitting in the front row. But I think they it that's way too mass and mainstream. Even if it's yeah. a runway show, they want to find, you know, the next, you know, smaller line, the lesser yeah. known, you know, the things that feel like they're emerging. Now, a right. brand can't stay that way forever if it's going to to evolve and grow. Um, I don't know. I just, I think everything is moving much faster. I think the days of these enormous, huge brands like this, I, I don't think the next wave of brands are going to play not in that play space. In all of the different, Look what happened to Zach levels? Posen. You know, I mean, he was like this, um, you know, amazing hotshot and and started growing really fast, but like wasn't making money and then had to like scale it all back and redo the whole thing. It's a weird business. Fashion. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm not a fashion designer. Yeah, we probably really just <laughs> yeah. saved ourselves by not moving <laughs> forward with <laughs> the House of Harmony. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it would have been a good name. It would have been it a would good have. name. There once was a Harmony Candy that was named for me. Really? Many, many years ago, yes. Literally named for it you? It was named for me. What yes. are you talking about? A candy? About? Who my, named it for you? My father was in the business. What? Um, he was not in the candy business. He was in wholesale. He was a wholesale distributor yeah and candy was among the products that mm-hmm. he sold yeah and he worked with a company i can't remember the name of the company and they designed a new kind of mint they were really pretty colorful mints mm-hmm. and they named them harmony candy how did they and sell i even went there was a big drugstore downtown <laughs> minneapolis across from hell's kitchen and what was it called that's what i'm loop pharmacy okay loop pharmacy yeah and on a Saturday, I stood there with my, I was probably like eight years old or nine years old. And I stood there and said, would you like to try Harmony candy? Did you say, I'm oh, Harmony. Oh my God. I bet yeah. you sold a lot of candy. I, I sold a lot of candy. Yeah. So what became of it? I, what became I of decided to design candy? dresses instead. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, hmm. times change. No yeah. need for those anymore, I guess. If I was a candy, I think I'd be a cinnamon jelly bean. Oh, you Ooh. definitely would be mm-hmm. a jelly bean. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I'd be chocolate. Would you? Yeah, dark chocolate. Probably. Next time around. Yeah. Okay. It's better for you, you know. All right. Um, you know, the other thing that has happened uh, at with makeup is I thought this was really interesting. Virgin Atlantic. Isn't that's Richard Branson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, they announced on March 6th that... Um, the female flight attendants will no longer be required to wear makeup. They will also have more readily available uniform options. In the past, I guess this it's a UK-based airline. Yeah, I didn't realize have. that they had. I, mean, I didn't know they had these of, strict codes, yes. Yeah. And they included instructions on the type of makeup 
that they were to wear. Airlines are kind of to wear. The rules are very. It's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, and they even told them they could wear trousers, but not really. Mm -hmm. And so they said that they not only do the new guidelines offer an increased level of comfort, but they give the team more choices on how to express themselves. Hmm. And I just thought it was interesting that. It's taken this long for them to do this, but they say that the move has been framed as an attempt to bridge the gender gap that remains wide open in the airline industry, Mm -hmm. meaning that most pilots are still men and flight attendants heavily women. Yeah. Um, So... Anyway, I you know I guess applause to them and this day after the International Women's Day. Yeah, exactly. Why did it take them that long? That's just kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. They were requiring them to wear makeup. Yeah. Certain okay. kind and to touch it up to make sure they touched it up in private. They were never to touch it up where any of the um, customers could see them. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't imagine being told no. that. Yes, you're not going to be. Okay, well, I'm though. glad they're evolving. Better, <laughs> better late than never, I guess. Um, when we get back, a local business, actually nonprofit, um, that has had a ton of impact that is also evolving. I'm talking about Operation Glass Slipper. They've got some big events coming up and some big changes, too. We're going to check in with Pam Phillip right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning into the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, we're really glad to have an old friend of the show back with us again. Not not old. No. I mean, she's not old. Just she's been a long time, long time she's, friend. Right. She's right? been with us before. Pam yes. Phillip has done some amazing things, making dreams come true yep. for young girls who wouldn't have been able to afford a prom dress and shoes and jewelry and all the fixings. And she's been doing this for many years. And she's coming to the end of yeah. her career. Hi, Pam. Hello, ladies. Huh? You two special ladies. I've missed you. Well, yes, I it's know. been a long time, well, Pam. You, you've been very busy with Operation Glass Slipper, and well, you have made this big decision to to move on. How did that come about? Oh, oh you know, it's so sad. Um, the whole board is getting into our 70s. And physically, we work all year round, which sure. a lot of people don't know. And so I'm in the warehouse five days a week, year a year around. Mm. And on the cement floor, it's just taken its toll. Sure. Have you been doing this? Did I read? Is it 13 years? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a long it's time. Well, for, year. Yep. for those who aren't familiar, Pam, can you just um, tell everyone how, how you started and kind of what, what the what the story is of Operation Glass Slipper? Well, I was reading in Good Housekeeping years ago. This was after Katrina. And there was a teenager in Chicago who collected dresses from her friends, prom dresses, and sent them down to New Orleans so the girls could still go to prom. Mm -hmm. And I ran into my teenager's room and I said, we could do this. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, we could collect and send them down there. And I said, no, I bet there's a need. And boom, you know, the media has been so good to us through the years. And that was what started it. A big article, wedding stores started to call us and say, hey, when our stuff is discontinued, we'll give it to you. The community has done dress drive after dress drive. So it's been just awesome through the years. How many do you keep track? How many girls do you think you've outfitted for prom through the years? Well, before we do this event, it's 13,000. 13,000. Oh my gosh, what a wonderful feeling. Okay, and then what's the event that's coming up? 
So this coming weekend at Southdale, um, we're doing our big princess event, which is any girl in Minnesota who can get to us. And if you feel that you're having uh, trouble buying a prom dress, that it's very hard to afford it mm-hmm. and all the accessories, um, you come to Southdale Saturday or Sunday. Not we this weekend. We will completely outfit you. Wait, Pam, you, not, not this Saturday, next Saturday, right? The 16th? A week from today. Next Saturday. Okay. All right, so you come and you don't need like a written, you don't have to be invited by your school or, or anything well, like that. if you go to the website, it'll give you all the information. So okay. there's still time to download the registration form and get it signed. So what do, what is the website? Where do they go? OperationGlassSlipper.org. Okay. How many dresses do you think you're going to have at your big uh, event next weekend? We took over 3,000. Wow. And beside, you've got people there to help the girls to find yeah. dresses. and also, It's actually a fun experience. Oh, yes, we were there one year, yeah. I remember. And mm-hmm. the other thing is that maybe people don't realize is you do the whole outfit. I mean, they can pick out the shoes. Can they get a handbag yeah. and jewelry? Yes. And then free alterations if you're oh. in the St. Paul, Minneapolis area. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. curious, Pam, through the years, I mean, since you started this to now, have you seen any change in in the need? Do you feel like it just like there's more need today? Is it less? Are, are girls more or less interested in prom? What What do you notice when you think back? I think I think there is a little less interest. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. I really do. And it seems like um uh, there's a little bit more affluence out there, hmm. uh, meaning that jobs, more jobs, easier, not as not as many people out of work. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good news. But of course, there are still many who it's a stress. I mean, I, I don't the average cost of a prom these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I remember reporting years ago. It was like girls were spending more than five hundred dollars. Crazy. Oh, easy. Exactly. And so many of these dresses we have, they're in the five to eight hundred dollar range. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness! Yeah, original. I know. I just think it's amazing. So and- after you do your event next week, then you're also planning a big, huge sale. I heard. Correct. So then the weekend after, and the weekend after that. So for two weeks after the event on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, also all on the website, mm-hmm. we will be selling all of these dresses, but at very reasonable cost. Whatever like, is left. Yes. And and that's not just for people in need or for young girls going Anybody. to prom. This is just, you get a lot of dresses that have never been worn before. Oh, oh, Allie, um, you know, pageant <laughs> yeah. dresses, gala, um, really any age. And you'll be selling them for like what kind of price range would you say? Oh, twenty nine dollars up oh to two hundred and fifty, and the two fifty would be the ones that are around eight hundred. Wow! And so, so will that be deals. just on, that's open to everybody? Yeah, but is that just on the website, yes. or where will that be that you're selling those? Yes, that's also on the website, and then also on Facebook. But but oh. are you doing that sale at Southdale? No, just that online. we do in Signal Hills off oh. South Robert Street in West St. Paul. Okay. All right. So all the information is online. We'll put a yeah. link up to operationglassslipper.org. But then, Pam, I guess my next question for you yeah. is when I heard that you were retiring, which completely understandable, you have <laughs> put in your heart and soul to this. I just can't believe that there isn't anybody else who wants to take it on. That's what I was going to oh, ask. Do you have any ideas it. of anyone? We had a lot of, pardon? Do you have any ideas of any, you know, have there been people who have expressed interest in taking up where you left off? 
Yes. Oh, Harmony. We've had about 18 inquiries, but my husband wrote a big two-page thing about what we do all year, and apparently that's very intimidating. So I think that we're now going to tell people, you don't have to do it to the extent that we did it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you do 500 girls and not 1,000. Maybe you don't do accessories. Maybe you don't offer alterations. Or maybe they can find other people to join in with them. Yes. For you, Pam, did you, like, how did you cover, I mean, obviously you had um, generous donations of dresses, but how do you cover costs? I mean, were you spending your own money to keep this running? You had to have warehouse space and office and all of that. How do you do it? Well, that's that's true. We have spent our own money through the years, which we're waiting waiting for me to write a check to recoup that, but (laughs) that'll be a while. Um, We had a very nice man in West St. Paul who has given us free 2,500 square foot warehouse for all these years. Wow. And then um, that's why we did the dress sales. Any dress that wasn't prom, we sold for like $2.50. Wow. And those sales would make the money to buy the new shoes and the new purses and the new jewelry. Got it. Oh. So, the, so the accessories are, are new? Those aren't donated? No, no. Oh, I see. I would say 99% are new. Oh, okay. So I think the message is for anyone who's feeling like, you know, there's a lot of talk these days about meaning and purpose. And, and you know, for, their, for a young person who wants to get in on something and maybe has an interest in fashion, what a great tradition to carry on if you were interested. Oh, it would be. It would be awesome if somebody did. Yeah. And then, Pam, are you right now, are, how can people help? I mean, other than taking over, are, are, there, are you still looking for donations or volunteers? Volunteers. Okay. So here again, if they go to the website, there's a sign-up sheet, and they can sign up. And, and we're extending Saturday hours until 9 o'clock so that people can come in and sew, and we'll still have princesses. And um, so we especially need volunteers, I would say, uh, late Saturday afternoon, evening, Sunday afternoon. Okay. All right. Well, Pam, we'd have one other quick question. I mean, obviously, you're not going anywhere. So if somebody, you know, would take this over, I mean, you're willing to at least be there as a guide to to get them started so that they don't have to feel quite as overwhelmed by the whole thing. Right. Right. Okay. That's an important thing, too. Well, yes, Pam, I will consult. <laughs> you've had an amazing impact on a lot of oh, girls' yes. lives and made a lot of dreams come true. And I think helped a lot of people feel fulfilled by being able to to connect with girls in need and and frankly find a great place to to give their dresses yeah. that we hate to have sit in our mm-hmm. closet. So many good things have come out of Operation Glass Slippers. So, oh, I'm so glad. And you know, I think we all leave with that feeling that we've helped people, and it's a really great feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations. Good luck getting ready for the big event. If you know someone who's in need, who you think might, you know, have trouble getting the resources together for prom next weekend is the big event at Southdale, the the big final Operation Glass Slipper sale, but then huge dress sales the next two weekends for anyone Mm -hmm. who's looking for a great deal. Where at Southdale will you be located this year? Um, The second floor uh, facing France Avenue. 
And when you walk in, it's between Macy's and where Ruby Tuesday used to be. Oh, okay. I hate to say it, but there are plenty of spaces. Yeah, <laughs> there are. They, they can use it. <laughs> That's another story, right, Pam? All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pam, good luck. Oh. We'll put a link up on the Shop Girls page, Operation Glass Slipper, for all the details of everything we've talked about today. Good luck, Pam. Thank Great to you. talk to you. Thank you so much to both of you. Okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Bye. We will be back with Whose Look Is It Anyway, right after this. All right, so what happens when you put a Kardashian in a vintage cat suit? This is the question, and this is the show that will give you the answer. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony, and it's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? I can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the Shop Girls to ask Can I ask you something? Whose Look Is It Anyway? Kardashian West was out in Paris, France of this course. week. Where uh, else? What was going on? Fashion in Week. Oh, okay, right, right. And she took animal print to a new level. Just when you thought you'd seen it all, Head she to toe. was wearing. Lit- this is two piece. It's a it's a one piece like pantsuit, like a cat suit, a, a literal cat suit, not a costume, body suit. Cat, yes, yeah. body suit, but then with a jacket in the same print over it and heels Lace, that also laced up boots that were also leopard print how it how do we feel about we this? feel that this looks much better on a leopard <laughs> that is how we feel who wore I it best yeah, yeah that would be best? great the leopard or kim kardashian absolutely the mm-hmm. leopard wore it best mm-hmm. and the next lot. day she sort of carried out this same theme by wearing a sheer bodysuit that was into also the leopard yeah. But you just saw her underwear under it. Huh. At least she wore underwear. I guess that's It is something. interesting. It's and old. You it's do... a vintage outfit yeah. that, that she wore. Um, you do wonder, like, I mean, the kinds of pressure she must feel. Like, you know, don't you think that some days Kim just wakes up and is like, I just want to put on a T-shirt and jeans. Oh, or sweats. Do you think? <laughs> I hope she should just do that. Yeah, Yeah. just do that. The thought of waking up and always you have to have it's eye catching. Looks like it'd be great on stage. I would say in the real world, any one of the pieces that she wore, the jacket looks cool. The leopard print Mm -hmm. jacket, um, you know, even like the pants or the heels, maybe just less is more. Less is more unless you're a leopard. Absolutely. And I just leave it to the leopards. Yeah. That's okay. what I think. All right. But well, let's now move there on. Is Gigi Hadid. Of course. <laughs> There's always Gigi Hadid. We always have to talk about Gigi Hadid. Yes. And if I had seen this picture like just up to her knees, I would have liked her dress. Okay. Um, she was out wearing. You're going to criticize a, Gigi Hadid? You are absolutely correct. I am. Okay. Um, or her outfit, not her. Watch um, out. She sort of combined dainty. And hard edge. She was wearing a really pretty uh, Prada 
dress mm-hmm. that can be yours for $2,130. I mean, can you call this a dress? <laughs> it looks like a slip. It, yeah. Well, but it's a slip dress. Okay. I mean, it's just very delicate, little mm-hmm. spaghetti straps, white background, loose fitting with pink. It's teeny tiny. Yeah. Shocking yeah. pink in mm-hmm. this black. I mean, it's it's very pretty in a little handbag. And then you get down <laughs> to her feet. Yeah. Not only is she wearing like a heavy, like a man's work shoe, but she has knee-high nylons on. Knee-high nylons. <laughs> Sheer knee-high knee nylons. nylons on. They're not just any socks. This is They're really Prada disturbing. $170 socks. Oh. And I don't, I, you know, I know they sort of, you know, push to the edge, you know, when, you, when you're Gigi Hadid. Yes. But I'm sorry, even on her, I think it looks utterly ridiculous it's this is yeah, yeah. i really don't like you know, it this is I not remember good this when is not i good. was like 10 i think 10 or 11 and went to my first big wedding like i got to actually be a guest and my mother bought me knee-high nylons because you certainly were you know too young to wear <laughs> you wore knee-high nylons that did not show at the top the oh. dress covered but them. you weren't allowed to wear full up no, they didn't make, no, they probably didn't make them way back. In you the, had to wear like those, those clip things. No, 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 no. The knee-high nylons. Like if you look at these in this picture, uh-huh. it's elastic at the top, right? And they, that's how they stay up. Yeah. But the idea is that you wear a skirt over them, or you're wearing pants and you wear. Well, them. no one told Gigi Hadid. I that guess that's nobody how it's told to her, and they should have. This is just about you know landing on a fashion list. That's what this is. This well, is this is ridiculous. I bet she's cold. I bet she's mm-hmm. uncomfortable, and I think maybe she even feels a little silly. I hope so. This, I, this I to me so. is just like it's purely just for shock value, and because you've got us, you've got to keep your Yourself in the, the fashion is, police roundup. Since it's all Prada, did they dress her in this? Oh, you know, you and, sure, and probably. Say, this is how we want the look to go. And she just, yeah, and she's like, okay. Yeah, that's what Pete Davidson always says. I love it. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay. When you guys are hanging out on the weekends, <laughs> <laughs> he says you know, he goes with Kate Beckinsale yes. now, which oh, is a little weird. Too. So shocking. She's forty. Why? She's either what forty-five or what forty-eight. Is the allure which, of and Pete he's Davidson. twenty-six. Yeah, but it's. I just like. I was like, wow, that's. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. No, just see him making out at the oh, yeah, basketball totally. game. Yeah, oh, totally. With Anthony from oh, Queer yeah, Eye. From Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. He just was looking the other way. <laughs> yes. He didn't want any part of no. it. No. Wait, but he just happened guess. to be there? Well, they're friend. He's like hanging out, yeah. but they were making out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's a okay. difference between yes. hanging out and making out. Wow. You okay, guys so have a lot of information. Yeah, yeah, we do. More than you want to know. Let's talk about brides. Yeah. Because the. Fall 2019 bridal fashion week took place and there are some really pretty looks emerging and, you know, there are always some new trends along with, you know, the, yeah. the good, the staples. Mm-hmm. Um, so among the new looks are dresses with removable sleeves or a lot of sleeve interest. Mm-hmm. Um, they say there's some new interesting necklines off the shoulder and kind of Victorian inspired high collars are making their way as opposed to the classic sweetheart or or strapless look. Also metallic lace and intricate embroidery. Mm -hmm. And then there is the Meghan Markle effect of the, the modern dresses with, you know, the sort of the traditional look, the boat neck and long sleeves. Um, They pictured this one gown that I thought was just stunning that looks strapless, but it's got the, 
big poofy sheer sleeve. Was that the um, first one on this yeah, list? And we'll post yeah. this link on the mm-hmm. Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com. So this is a dress, right, so it's strapless but then has the sleeves, which is very on point right now, just in ready to wear. My yeah, question is, do you flowing. think this is going to, are you, is this a, is this a gown you're going to look back on and go, what was I thinking? Um, but I think you could do that if you've been married for 40 years, you could look back at <laughs> any dress that you wore. And well, but I that. think that I'm going to venture, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there are probably more eighties brides who look back in horror than other decades. Okay. Right. Just because the things were so extreme and costumey and the hair and oh, the maybe. shoulder pads. I don't think this is costumey. I think this just looks like she's floating on gossamer wings. That's oh, what I think. Wow. Yeah. Then they, they showed one that is a short dress. I mean, really sheer, mm-hmm. very, very low um, neckline, kind of a, a um, wrap dress, very high above the knees. I'm not quite sure who would wear that. Well, this to me is like destination Vegas or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 Fun. Yes. Or like exotic <laughs> yes. locale. Mm-hmm. You're getting married in the Dominican. Yeah. You're, you know, you want to just keep it casual. There was also a pants bridal outfit. I liked this a lot. I thought was cool. I could see this especially on maybe a second wedding or an older bride. Yep. Um, kind of a cap sleeve that ties and a palazzo pant. Yes, that you many, don't have to just do choices. a suit if you are not a woman who wants to wear a dress. Right, Super exactly. cool. We'll a put, lot of good looks. Th- there are good looks. This is from Who, What, Where. We'll put a link on the Shop Girls page. When we come back, we'll take your questions. We'll talk shop. Get ready to give us a call or send us a tweet.